On today's episode, we discuss some news, including what we can expect during the holidays at Disney World, and another transportation option is reopening. Plus, we have another edition of Capture the Basics, and this one is about Disney Resort Transportation. This is episode 359 of the Capture the Magic podcast. Well, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I am good. I'm well. How are you? Uh, I'm well as well. You're well as sense. well. I'm well as well, if that makes sense. So, uh, right. Yes. So, we are uh, fr- we're, we're actually getting ready to head to Disney Friday. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I don't know what day it is. It's well. It's Wednesday when we're recording this. I don't believe you. Oh, it's one of these. It feels okay. like a mix between a Tuesday and a Thursday. Don't know how that happens. Well, Wednesday's right between. Right, but there, it doesn't so. feel like Wednesday. It's weird. I don't know. I've been living in like. I, I honestly believe I'm starting to believe in like time slips. Like there's just because <laughs> I don't really I don't know how we're mid July, and like last week for example, I had a sales call on a Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I thought Tuesday was Wednesday until the sales call, and then they're like, "Oh, that's tomorrow," and I'm like, "Wow." I went most of the day thinking today was Wednesday. And ever since then, it's still like every day seems weird. I don't know. I'm in some sort of. All right. I think I'm mentally time traveling. Or you think that the the week has decreased by a day, so it's only six days. I don't even know. Hmm. I'm, I think it could be 1986 as well. So Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe just being a year, a year older has started to mess with your brain. No, nah, I don't really care about that. It's just I know it's. I think it's time and lack of sleep and other things. No, we're talking about like we had our birthdays this week and like people. I don't know. I know when you get older, but like we were talking about pre-show. Like I just don't care about my age. Like I was telling you, I somebody asked me like not that long ago how old I was, and I honestly wasn't sure if I was thirty-six or thirty-seven. I honestly didn't know for <laughs> sure. I was like, I think I'm thirty-six or thirty-seven. Let me do the math. I'm like you don't know. I'm like no, I don't really. I don't know. I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, I could do the math obviously, but I was just like, eh, whatever. Well, I, I will always remember for you, so you don't have to worry. I'll about just tell that. people I'm 47. All the time. See, if you, go, you look amazing. Yeah, if you go way higher, it's just, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm 48. <laughs> like, wow. I'm like, oh, well, you know, a lot of sleep, drink a lot of water, you know, so, you know whatever. <laughs> like, okay, people taking notes. That's a genius idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, as, yeah, as you age, just age yourself up like 15 years. Like, when you're 70, yeah. you'll be like, I'm 87. I'm like, wow. I'm like, <laughs> They're like, what do you do? I'm like, I, I can't tell you. It's a secret. I found the fountain of youth. As you're like drinking like a beer. I'm like, is it beer? Like, it's it's beer. It's, it's exactly that, what it is. That's why I'm young. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so we are heading to Disney on uh, Friday, which hopefully will feel like Friday to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's, it's going to be, so it's our daughter's birthday, our son's birthday, and then your mom is in town and it's her birthday. So her, your mom and our son share a birthday. Yes. So she's in hog heaven with birthdays and grandkids yeah. in Disney. Oh, yes. So, oh, yes. uh, so we will be there for the weekend. Uh, so we get to check out uh, food and wine. Decided for food and wine this year. I think we get a date night in there. We do. We do get a date night. We do. I'm excited about that. That That's a rare one. So I think it we're going to have a date night. Really. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So that's, that's something to definitely look forward to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
So yeah, we'll have a we'll have a like a recap of food and wine on uh, next next Thursday. So okay, there you go. I figured we were gonna wait a couple months for that one. Nope, that oh, one's okay. that one's first. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it is going on for three years, so I mean, we could. Jared, it's three years and four months. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, four months. Four months for the festival. That's a long time. Well, basically, we we we, we talked about in the past of how the only time they didn't have a festival was in the summer, and they kind of saw. We wonder. I always wondered if they would one. do a summer festival. They would extend the spring and the fall one, and we figured out what they did. That's they just, true. They just extended. That's true. It is the festival park now, and that's okay. I wonder what a f- summer festival they would do. Just it'd be nothing but just cold drinks. <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, like yeah. it's hot outside festival. Yeah. I mean, what they're doing with food and wine, which we've talked about this in, in the stories we've read before, is that, you know, they they're doing the, like the section. They're sectioning off the food and wine where they're introducing new booths like halfway through. Yeah. I mean, like, essentially you need a refresher here. <laughs> like essentially it is multiple festivals in one. So, yeah. Yeah. That. But yeah, looking forward to it. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of new booths. We'll talk about that in the show as well. But sure. So we're gonna talk about some news, and then uh, we're gonna we've got to capture the basics, and we're gonna talk about Disney Resort transportation because there's a lot of questions around that, especially post COVID. So there's many things have changed, and some things haven't changed post COVID um, or since reopening. So we will discuss those because there's been a lot of uh, new listeners coming in, and people have questions. So we're like, okay, well, the capture the basics is a good area to refresh. Yeah. Things as well. So, yeah. and I do want to mention we had a really good response from we had Timmy on the show last week, the Disney Imagineer. So that was a well, lot of Monday. fun. Well, Monday. So, it was yeah. Monday. Not last week. Sorry, Monday. I'm telling you, my time is all messed <laughs> up. I don't know where I'm at half time. Um, the fact that I even made it here and I, I got it. It's Wednesday. I'm I'm proud of myself. So, but I'm yeah, it was too. like I don't I don't think we've gotten as many emails as we got in the last. Like it's been a long time, but people really enjoyed it. So it was fun yeah, having him on. That so. was fun. That was a lot of fun. I was saying, like, as soon as we, it was one of those things, like, when we started recording, like, we, he came on the call, and it was just like, boom, right up the gate. And I was like, well, I'll hit record now. And it was just, <laughs> he's, yeah. how he was on the show is, is how he is, like, mm-hmm. all the time. So it's, it's a lot of energy, a lot of fun. And I hope, I think we'll have him on again, because I know we want to talk about, like, Walt history and things like that. So it was a good time. So That's great. if you haven't heard that one, just check out the last episode, and uh, you can check it out. So, all right. Well, before we get to everything else, uh, we just have a couple of things. I uh, want to mention about checking out some of the other shows on the Capture Magic Network. We've got the Capture Magic Universal show, which is once a month, and that one is coming out next week. And on that one, uh, und- well, we have we know what it's going to be. We just won't tell you yet. That'll be out next week. Ooh. I don't know. Should we tell them? Are you teasing the episode? Deal? No, it's not oh, a big okay. deal. Then, yeah, I'm teasing. You made it sound like a big deal. Then I'm teasing. <laughs> That's exactly what I am. I am teasing everybody. Uh, so that'll be out next week on next Monday. We also have Trip Tales, which is Jamie's trip report show. And I know Jamie just recorded that one last night. So that'll probably be out in, what, two weeks? Yes. Okay, unless you're a Club 32 member and you get early access to that, at least by week, as that goes out on the Club 32 podcast feed. So uh, if you would like to join Club 32 to get extra access, you know, early access to Trip Tales, plus you get access to Distory, which is our Club 32 exclusive show, where we talk about the past, present, and future of Disney stuff. So we choose something and we talk about it. And then uh, we also have Cool Kids Kitchen where we, uh, Jamie and I, make a Disney dish once a month. And that one's always a lot of fun. Uh, Basically, it's just a good time to hang out. Uh, We have Club 32 Speakeasy where I just go live on the back porch and chat. And Mm -hmm. that also is a lot of fun. We have Marvel Chat. So we're going to talk about the, uh, the season or the finale of the Loki 
I guess season finale. I think they're doing another season. So season finale uh, coming up on on. Uh, we'll probably do that one on. Isn't that tomorrow? Yeah, we're doing that on Thursday or today if you're listening when this comes out. So yeah, because we're gonna be so out of town. We normally do it on Saturdays, and then we'll probably do one on Black Widow sometime too. Because I finally Jamie has got to see it, but I, I, I did see Black Widow as well. So. I would uh, like to talk yeah. about it, too. So, anyways, uh, all that stuff. Plus, you get 20% off CTM apparel. You get a private podcast feed. You get live streams in the parks from us this coming weekend, especially. So, uh, if you want all of that, you can go to ctmvip.com, and we get yearly and monthly options. You can do a free trial, or you can, if you do a yearly, you can get a free T-shirt as well. So, go check it out, ctmvip.com. Uh, and, of course, we would be remiss if we didn't mention our great travel agency sponsor, Zippity Doodah Travel. So if you are wanting to go to Disney, and we would suggest if you're planning or thinking about going to Disney, get a trip on the books because it's all booking up quickly, especially toward mm-hmm. the second half of the year with the 50th and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're looking to do that, uh, just go to travelwithzip.com. There's a quick form there you can fill out. Whatever details you have, let them know, and they will get you uh, hooked up with an agent, and they will assist you and help you plan a great trip and it's no cost to you so you don't have to pay anything extra it's just somebody that basically it's a free travel assistant that uh makes your life much easier and takes a lot of the load off your back if you will yeah and uh they're great to work with plus if you book at least a three-night trip uh we will throw in some goodies as well so you get a free t-shirt from us you get ten dollars in shop credit and then zip is also going to give you a gift at your hotel waiting for you so you can like a big shot and be like i've got a gift for me and they will they will give it to you and you'll feel special. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, again, you can go to travelwithzip.com, fill out the form, and it'll let them know that we sent you. Or you can tell them that we sent you, but they'll know either way. So, all right. Well, let's talk about some news. Okay. Uh, first up is we have the holiday season is returning to Disney World. That's right. So, this past week, they've been doing a halfway to holiday topic to the holidays thing like they did with um halloween halfway to the halloween celebration where they announced everything about halloween and like did some extra stuff but um so disney parks blog is and had announced like some of the seasonal things that we can expect this year and kind of go over it not in the super um, a lot of detail but there was some information that was very, very interesting that I w- would like to talk about after the after the article is uh, over. Okay. Okay. So, um, Magic Kingdom holidays are here, and um, it's going to has going to be decorations on Main Street. There's going to be special holiday projections on the castle, um, alternating periodically with the castle's transformation into a beacon of magic for the 50th anniversary, and they're doing Disney's Merry Very Sorry. Disney Very Merriest After Hours. It's a new special ticketed event debuting November 8th before all the rest of the festive fun. It will be available on select nights through December 21st. The four hours of festivities will delight guests with Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks, Disney characters throughout the park, holiday music and decor, treats included, and much more. As with other Disney After Hours events, a limited number of tickets will be so will be sold for this event. Um, it will be held after our regular park operating hours and lower wait times and access to more than 20 select attractions. Uh, tickets will go on sale soon. And then Disney's Hollywood Studios will see the return of sun, Sunset Seasons Greetings. I can't say that ever fast. 
sunset season screenings. There we go. Is there situations where you have to say it fast? No. Oh, not okay. actually. I was concerned. I was like, uh, no. who's making you say this quickly? <laughs> on the um, Hollywood Holiday Tower Hotel on Sunset Boulevard, and it will have a bunch of projections on. They've like they had like like years past. Um, Snowy Corner of Arendelle, Muppets, Gingerbread Masterpiece, Toy Story, Toy Hotel, Dickensian, Dickensian Village, inspired by Mickey's Christmas Carol. And then the holiday show will also be alternate with the tower's nightly transformation into a beacon of light. So um, just to kind of interject here, they are going back and forth between the 50th celebration stuff and the holiday stuff. Yes. So um, Santa Claus is coming as, as always. Um, first time in forever, Frozen sing-along celebration will have the festive finale they always do. Um, let's see. Animal Kingdom will have... The return of seasonal decor, festive Disney character flotillas, as always. Um, the Tree of Life will be have the Beacon of Magic thing for the 50th as well. And there's going to be more stuff in there. And then Disney Springs will have Snowfall, like they did in Town Center, like they did last year. Um, the Christmas or the Disney Springs Christmas Tree Stroll. Um, hotels will have some celebrations as well, like treats and and some um, decorations and everything. Um, Epcot it has, is returning with the uh, Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. And that's coming November 26th through December 30th. And uh, there's going to be more information about that coming. So that's just kind of a little bit of what we can expect. But no candlelight processional? Yeah. So let's talk about that. So, so far, we don't know anything about... It doesn't say, it doesn't say there's not candlelight processional um but it does say the performances by voices of liberty which means i don't know if that they're going to be exclusively on that stage i don't know i mean it could be they they may not be able to get celebrities this year or something that or getting the the groups to do to come and you know sing like in the choir and stuff yeah um yeah so no candlelight processional that we know of so far i need i need my kurt russell (laughs) talking talking christmas carols or christmas stories you need your kurt russell well i've never gotten i've never gotten to see it i know you you need it i know um so a lot of stuff that we saw last year yeah you know like not not a ton of new things but in to to kind of really uh highlight something that is new is the disney's very merriest after hours which is replacing mickey's very merry christmas party um, I have some thoughts. Why don't you start? <laughs> um, I'm a little confused as to why another after hours. Um, the only thing I can think of is, and I know you had mentioned this, is maybe they're having a hard time with performers or something. But my whole point, after hours are fine. But the after hours focus is mostly on rides. I mean, that's always been the selling point of after hours is mm-hmm. you can ride rides with much less wait times and stuff like that. Um, you know, my whole point being it, it excludes families. I mean, we obviously can't. No one of us will go to review it, but we can't go as a family. I mean, at least we're not willing to keep our kids up past, you know, right. 11 o'clock. Right. Um, so it's just it seems very odd that I, Disney is just, you know, going that route. And I'm... You know, I would like to. I mean, I, I'm shocked. I was like, well, surely they're going to have, they'll bring back the Christmas party because it doesn't Disneyland doing a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. So Disneyland is a Halloween party. They're like Oogie Boogie Bash or whatever yeah. it's called. 
but Disney World is at the after hour. It just seems very mm-hmm. strange how mm-hmm. disjointed it is. And I don't understand the, th- you know, we obviously don't have all the information. So maybe there is a, a valid reason for it. But it just seems at this point, I don't understand the reasoning behind it. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a little, yeah, I, I'm definitely disappointed. Mm-hmm. But what about you? I mean, I, I'm glad they're doing something. Yeah. And I'm glad this After Hours event does have the fireworks. Um, but it seems to be that, like, what is missing usually, like you said, the, the, the performer side. What's usually missing from the parties versus the After Hours events is the performance, performances. Right. So, like, the stage shows and the parades. Like, that all is part of the party that really this After Hours event is everything minus the like full-on meet and greets like they'll do like it looks like they'll do from a distance right that's what it looks like um but missing those full-on meet and greets the parade and the stage shows and like performances otherwise it's it's a it's a it's a party so it's just like less people so my thing with it is is that i i really enjoy i really enjoy christmas stuff like Disney Christmas stuff is amazing, mm-hmm. and I would li- I would like to go to this, and I would like to bring our children, like you said, but starting at nine p.m. just is not feasible for us. Not in our situation. No, on a Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party, those start at seven, and sometimes like before, those characters would come at like five o'clock. Yeah. So you could actually start getting you know doing some of the the party things way before that, and you know with their ages we could maybe stretch it to like 9 30 10 they might be able to make it to the fireworks like at the party and then we'd have to leave right but with an after hours it's like okay no this is this this after hours thing was not did not have families with small small children in mind no not, and i don't <laughs> yeah it definitely seems yeah. you know i don't know i i i am glad they're doing something i'm very grateful yes but i just don't i don't get it I suppose. I guess I don't yeah. get like why in years past, like, you know, again, it could be some sort of staffing thing we don't know about or things like that, but it just seems very like, if, you know, you could even do a Christmas party light and just say like, okay, you were not going to have certain aspects of it. This is basically that. I know, but they're putting it, it's more expensive it and it's expensive. later. <laughs> well, so it's just this, okay. So here's the thing. We don't know what, what the capacity is for these parties right now. Not like, yet. We've done it. We've done villains after hours and we've done, Regular after hours, and I've right. done an after hours of when they first redid it that they sold me tickets for. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm curious about. So yeah. Jared's gonna do the boobash in uh, next month, and that'll be the first test to see. Okay, did they sell too many tickets? Is it actually gonna be worth it? Right. You know what I mean, and that'll kind of dictate you know how we feel about the the Christmas one, but. You yeah. know, I, there's a lot of unknowns and, and again, grateful that they're doing this at all, but I was, it just seems, I was really hoping for the party. It really just, hoping it just seems it. weird. Yeah. I'll put it that way, but so. yeah, I mean, again, we don't know all the working details, so we'll, right. maybe, maybe we'll hear those or something, but we'll see. So, right. Uh, all right, let's move to the next story, which is some good news. Um, or I guess the last one could have been good news, depending on your situation. <laughs> Um, Epcot monorail is resuming operations starting, uh, Sunday, July 18th. Yay. This actually just broke a couple hours ago. Yeah. That this is officially happening. Um, I'm excited. Well, I'm, I'm, I like the idea of it. I like the monorail running 
when you're inside Epcot. Yeah. It's comforting. It's nice. It's nice to see. And it's nice to be on it going through Epcot. And, and it's I, just easier, too. Well, I want to see all the construction down below. Like in the middle of Future World. I wonder if that's why they haven't been that. running it. I don't know. It could, I mean, that actually is a decently... It could be one of the reasons they haven't been running it is because of all the construction. Possible. Possibly. That never really struck I don't, me until I don't now. buy that. <laughs> actually, I don't really buy that. I don't know. They're, I think it's a cost thing. It could be. But yeah. I think, you know, Disney's very you know, secretive sometimes on things. Maybe they're just waiting okay. until it's hit a certain point or something like that. But Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Could so. be. Uh, all right. Uh, next story we've got is Rise of the Resistance boarding groups uh, still required for VIP tours. So they Yeah. So they, they, had, they look, it looked like it was going to be, okay, so I guess I should go back to what, to explain this. So before, prior to this, this whole thing is that VIP groups never had access to Rise of Resistance unless they had a board group. That's just how it was. You basically couldn't pay, you can pay as much money as you want and you can't get in. Right. 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 Um, So it was, it was announced, I forgot who announced it, but July 11th that they would be nixing that rule and that you could get on do one time if you had a, through a VIP tour, be able to ride the ride right without a boarding group that lasted for like two days. And then they took that back. So now it's back to what it was before where you have to have a boarding group. So it seems odd. I mean, VIP tours, you're, you're paying a lot of money, a lot of money. I wonder if it threw, a big enough kink into the whole thing they had to stop it or if they just literally ran a test for two days just to see what it would do to like plan it out in the future because yeah, it makes you maybe. think about the one the one thing that made me think of that is a vip tour of that sense it's a great way to test paid va- fast pass access mm-hmm. without ad- advertising it as paid fast pass access you basically say the vip tours can do this without needing a boarding group and see how it affects the wait time, how it affects everything, and then you use, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe in two enough days, maybe they, they ran it long enough, or after two days, they're like, oh, okay, we need to redo something. But maybe. that's what kind of struck out to me is, because that's the one ride, if you're going to have paid fast passes, which we've talked about fast passes are probably, surely are going to come back, and they're probably going to be in paid form. Right. That is the one ride that people would be willing to pay the most, I believe, to ride would be Rise of the Resistance. True. And I'm sure Disney would gladly take your money to be able to do it if they can make it work. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that it's not it, but that kind of what it struck me as is like, that's a really sneaky way to be able to run that as a test without really raising too many eyebrows. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. We'll see. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, next story we have is the full list of eligible hotels for early theme park entry. Yeah, so this is the early theme park entry, the 30 minutes prior to park opening that Disney Resort hotel guests can get into the parks. That's all the parks every day, starting October 1st. And so here are the hotels. So basically, it's all of the Disney-owned hotels. All the values, the moderates, the deluxes, the campsites, um, all of that, including the DVC. It also includes... Hilton Orlando, Bonnet Creek, Waldorf Astoria, B Resort and Spa, Double Tree Suites, Hilton Orlando, Buena Vista Palace, Hilton Orlando, Lake Buena Vista, Holiday Inn Orlando, Wyndham Garden Lake Buena Vista, Wyndham 
Lake Buena Vista and Four Seasons Resort Orlando. Um, so there are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve um, non-Disney owned resorts that are on this list. Do you notice two hotels that are not on this list? That's that's a little weird. Not offhand. Swan and Dolphin. Maybe they got beef. Maybe they got beef. But they've, that I is mean, very they're, odd. they're usually included in stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, so why wouldn't Swan and Dolphin be included unless that was just an oversight? It could just be an oversight. I would yeah. assume they would be. I mean, they're on Disney property. They're right there. I know. I know. That'd be. So. They're trying to, they're trying to spark some turf war. Yeah. Well, one thing we noticed is that the Flamingo Crossing hotels are not on this list. And I don't know if that's just they they may eventually become on the list once that that, that area springs uh, up. I bet but they will. I mean it's yeah. Disney is directly developing that area. Right. I'm sure they'll probably be on it. If you can't tell, we like that area. We talk about it a lot. Well, <laughs> I think it's gonna be Especially once it's done, I will venture to guess that that's going to be probably the hottest spot off property people stay because it is. It's nice. I mean, it's, for the prices you're paying now. Granted, the prices will probably go up once that's all done, but um, it's it's well, literally on. I mean, you're off Disney property, but really not by like much more than like a half a mile. Well, and all the hotels listed, you know, on in the in the list that get the early entry, they're all most of them are. Um, Disney Springs hotels. Yeah. So it just it just makes sense. It's fine. Yeah. I, I bet Flamingo Crossing gets on there probably pretty soon. So. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, all right. Next uh, story we've got is Florida resident ticket offer was announced. Yeah. For this summer. Um, so if you, you can purchase a four-day Florida resident summer fun ticket for $54 per day plus tax. Um you can get a park hopper option, park water park and sports option. Basically, it starts at fifty four dollars a day, and that's that's a pretty good price. I feel like that's cheaper than I've seen. Yeah, that was my point in putting in this in here. So obviously, this is just for Florida residents, but it seems like their prices are going down at least for this summer. So yeah, but you gotta use it in the summer. So I mean, they usually run something <laughs> in the summer, but I, it, it has been a while since I've seen it that low. Yeah, right. I mean, it's valid through September seventeenth. So, you have until before the fifteenth. They pro- they're probably <laughs> my guess could be they're probably seeing a lot of bookings for like the fall on the fiftieth, and mm-hmm. after that, mm-hmm. but maybe not as much going, which would make a lot of sense because that's how. If I was planning a Disney trip at this moment, and you know, obviously we didn't live close, I would probably just be like, "Well, we'll wait and go till the fiftieth." Like you got the fiftieth, you got Halloween, you got Christmas, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So they probably are trying to push a little bit of maybe, you know, and they still don't have international travel back in, in grand fashion true so very good point very good point so there you go thank you all right uh next story we've got is a breakfast is coming <laughs> much like winter <laughs> uh breakfast is coming or as dom would say family's coming oh my gosh they're coming to california grill kind of <laughs> kind of sort of <laughs> so um so during the upcoming refurbishment of the wave is that contemporary Breakfast will instead be served at California Grill. And according to the website, the Wave menu is going to be available at the California Grill location um, starting on July 16th because the Wave closes. Well, I guess that's today for everybody listening. The Wave closes on the 15th for refurbishment. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So the same menu you get at Wave, you'll get it at California Grill. You just got a better view. Right? One of the California Grill people are like, we can't believe they're letting these people up here. <laughs> so, okay. We really like the Wave. Yeah, I think the Wave's fine. It's delicious. Yeah. And it's not like, it's very good pricing. It's like the Applebee's of Disney oh World. Oh my gosh. You and the Applebee's stuff. Solid product. Oh, great price. I'm dying inside. Family. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's not Olive Garden. It's not when you're here. Well, your listen, family. I know we talk about pre-show, but I, know. I don't know why Vin Diesel is not a spokesperson for Olive Garden because <laughs> when you're here, you're family. Perfect. It's great. It's I know great. he's not Italian necessarily, but neither is the Olive Garden. Let's be honest. So anyway, I feel like I'm making great points. Go on. You're making great points. So um, I was I was able to snag a, a breakfast reservation for um, Monday morning, so we can. Have breakfast while watch, looking at the castle. Now, if you eat up there for breakfast, do you also get to watch fireworks up there at night? Now they have fireworks. You have back? that receipt there. I know. You just bring. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's discrimination. If not, <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't get the expensive meal. I, I thought mean, we were family. I mean, <laughs> I think they'll probably look at what time you got there. I don't like this. I don't know. That's a good. This question. is sketchy. This is this is sketchy territory here. <laughs> Because you could have, you know, you got the wave people mixing with the California grill people. Could get a little testy up there. Well, we'll see. But that's that's the plan. So I'm excited right. to eat California grill, but not their food, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it is. Somebody else's food. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting con- <laughs> Disney does it, too. They, they had uh, at the Tomorrowland Terrace, they were serving Columbia Harbor House food there. Like, yeah. Hmm. Tell you what I love on a hot day in the middle of the sun, some seafood. Yeah. <laughs> it's sweltering hot out here. May I have some shrimp, please? At least in Columbia, like the location, like Columbia Harbor House, it's air conditioned. That's what, yeah, I know. From Marlin yeah. Terrace, you're like fans. Yeah, you're like swel- right. sweltering eating seafood. Not a really solid. I mean, it's not that it's, it, it's still good, but it's just when I picture <laughs> seafood, I don't really picture sitting outside sweating. Okay. Unless, unless it's with my family. Oh my gosh! What? You can Stop apply it. that to anything, really. Okay, <laughs> fine. Um, and the funny thing is that the whole Vin, Di- you know, Vin Diesel meme thing are big right now. I'm a little, I'm a little angry. That meme's been going on in Club Thirty Two for like three years now. Yeah. Yeah. Because those movies are, while not masterpieces, entertaining. All right. Uh, next story we have is a wine and dine uh, dates. Uh, you mean I think you mean the wine dine run dates? Yeah. Okay. It Sorry. just says wine and dine dates here. Um, it's fine. <laughs> I, I'm Ron Burgundy and I read what's ever in front of me. <laughs> That's true. Um, wine and dine run dates are sold out already. For the 10K. Yeah. Dang it! I was gonna <laughs> sign up and now I can't. I think the Darn. the rest of them are still available. So like the 5K, the, the no, half, I had my heart set on the 10. The challenge. <laughs> I'll just sleep in, and I won't wake up at three in the morning to go run fine okay um but yeah so you can still get um some spots even but not 10k how long is a 10k how much is too that? long that's all i know well 5k is 2.1 so 10k is 6.2 that's just too many k's miles yeah i'm good yeah, yeah. Okay. Although you know people are going to be like they're going to try to get him to run that like uh, I totally was going to but they're sold out like only in the ten gate well I okay I'm not going to do I'm not going to do a five k guys if I'm going to do it I'm going to do ten <laughs> so I'll, I'll do it next year I'll train harder and I'll sign up early 
<laughs> okay. But anyway, um, it starts at $95 for the 5K run to sign up. Oh, they pay you $95 to run? If only. Oh, you have to pay you, them? You have to pay them. Oh, yeah. well, that seems, that seems insane. We know you don't like to <laughs> run, okay? We know it. Even if someone were to pay no. me that, I'd be like, mm, that's not mm, enough. Good. <laughs> <laughs> for a 10K? Uh, I don't know. All right. It'd be like, that's like what? You get $10 a mile? That that's negotiable. Ten dollars a mile. It's not happening, bro. For you or me. For any, nobody's paying. I know, but I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to think in my head if I would, if someone like was willing to like pay me to do it. I don't even know if I would do it for that. That's just me, though. <laughs> Obviously, we have plenty of people that run, and it's fantastic, and I'm glad people enjoy it. Great. Great. Yes. Okay. Well, that's all we've got for the news. Uh, we do have a poll time. Before we get to the poll time, I'm gonna say if you are gonna run the Disney 10K. And you're like, wow, I need something to wake me up because I got to wake up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. I think you have to wake up at 3 a.m., right? I mean, it's you gotta get early. Up, you got to get really early, crack it way before dawn to go run. You're going to be like, wow, I need some pick-me-up. And then you can just be like, I'll bring Expedition Roasters because it's great coffee and it's Disney-themed. And it'll you'll probably run your best 10K ever. Wow, that's that, a bold statement. I'm not saying that they have said that. I'm <laughs> saying potentially it could happen. <laughs> Because of the performance-enhancing benefits of Expedition Roasters. Eric is going to get mad at me for claiming that. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it could happen. So if you would like also the performance-enhancing benefits, potentially, of Expedition Roasters for your running abilities or just your day at Disney or in life, uh, you can go to ctmexpedition.com. Uh, that link will get you 15% off your order. You don't have to remember a promo code or anything like that. Just bookmark that. And when you go to check out, it'll just automatically show up there. And you'll be like, wow. Thanks, guys. And then it'll show up at your house. And you can say thank you again if you'd like, but you don't have to. Uh, and yeah, so again, 15% off. Great coffee. Uh, they got a new Groggy Joe. They got the uh, peanut butter cup. Got the birthday cake and all the classic flavors. Great coffee. Subtly flavored. Uh, you know, it's a small business too, so they're, you know, they're really great people. And they have really good coffee. It ships out quick. And it could help you run better. Maybe. Potentially. <laughs> Yes, it could. Your results may vary. <laughs> but again, <laughs> ctmexpedition.com. So, all right. Well, let's talk about Jamie's poll time. Poll time. And what was your poll? So I asked, Capture the Magic Community Facebook group, do you enjoy character meals? And I said, modified as they are now or how they were pre-COVID. Um, so 50% said, yes, I love them. As they are now? Both, as they are, either or. Gotcha, Basically, okay. character meals in general. Um, let's see, 29% said some are good, some are not. I like some, not all. Those are what we call the middle crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then 11% said, eh, I only do those for my kids. That's where I would fall. <laughs> 11%. <laughs> um, this is 9% said... Uh, nope, don't like them. Yeah. And then like half percent said other for other reasons. But um, I mean, I feel like character meals in general are just are just very popular, um, especially with a dining plan. People love to do character meals with the dining plan. Yeah, I can see that. You know, because if you're going to if you're going to spend money on the dining plan in general, like, you know, as a whole and you're like, might as well just do 
bunch of character meals, get, get your, some signature restaurants in there. Yeah, get your money's worth. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I wasn't surprised that everyone, the most people said I lo- they loved them. But um, I, I mean, I fall into that category. I love them. So you would do them without kids? Because I don't think we ever did one before we had kids. That's a good question kids. if I would do them without kids. I don't think we did one before we had kids. I don't think so. I mean, I, I know people. I know people do. Right, right. No, no, you're right, though. I haven't even thought about it. Like, I, I love them, but I don't. But I don't. Don't. I guess I don't know. But I think for us, like, we do enjoy them. But I enjoy them because our daughter gets so excited. If it wasn't yeah. for her, I would just be like, I'm not going to get that excited about it. I would just really be excited for the food. Well, like when the attention is on me to interact with a character that's in a suit. Well, they don't really. I mean, now the way they're set up is they're distance. Well, that was before. before yeah. Before, like, before we had kids. I, kind I it felt really awkward to me. I'm like, ooh, now that I have kids, I'm like, put the attention on them. I, I in a way, I kind of like the way they are now just because they don't, they're not, them not coming to your table. Like before it was like, you constantly were having to stop eating and take pictures. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. In a way, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll eventually go back to like where they go to the tables, which is fine, but it's yeah. not bad this way. Yeah. True. But anyway, so that is the poll time for this week. So thank you, everybody, for participating in the poll. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. You didn't You didn't even vote, did I voted. You? Oh, you did? I always vote. Okay, good. I was the one that said some are good, some I'm kidding. I put <laughs> I put I only do it with, with my, my kids because I've only done it with my kids. But Okay. All right. Well we're gonna talk now we're gonna do our capture the basics, talking about Disney resort transportation. And uh I'll let Jamie Jamie's got the Jamie's very so here's the thing. Jamie operates very structured, <laughs> very detail oriented. <laughs> I'm not as much that. And I can feel her as I was talking about this, she's she's giving me a strange look. So what I'm going to do <laughs> is hand this to Jamie and she will run through some scenarios because I what will happen is I'll do them and then she'll tell me I did them wrong and she'll have to recorrect them. So we'll just completely bypass that aspect of it and just let you do it. Does that does that work for you? Sure. Okay. And thank you for making me sound insane. No, you have you're just very organized and I That is true. So <laughs> I I sometimes talk like uh the, you got the guy behind you just got all the red string everywhere. That's me. I can just piece it all together and everyone else is like that guy's insane. It's like Okay. Okay. You just got one line. That's it. You're good. So, yep. Okay. That's it. That's it. Um, so we'll, what we'll talk about is the types of transportation you can take from each of the resort hotels, um, which ho- which resort or which transportation mode is best in certain scenarios, and some sometimes some difficulties between like getting from place to place. For example, from a resort to resort, if you have like a dining reservation, mm-hmm. like that's sometimes a, a, a an issue for people so we're going to talk about all of that and some more stuff so um the first thing we're talking about is the types of transportation you can take at monorail monorail area resorts which which are those resorts i'm guessing monorail is involved yes so we have grand flow grand floridian grand floridian, grand floridian. you got polynesian although right now it's not working yeah well, yeah, because they decided to just cut that one off. Yep. And mm-hmm. then the contemporary. Yes. And what kind I of feel transportation? Like I'm being quizzed. <laughs> and what kind of transportation can you take to the parks from those hotels? Take a monorail boat, and you can walk, and you can take a bus. Yeah. No jet ski yet. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, Epcot Resorts, the Beach Club, Boardwalk, mm-hmm. Yacht Club. Um, 
And then technically, Swan and Dolphin kind of. I mean, it is. In there. It, it's yeah. adjacent. Yeah. And what can you, what kind of uh, transportation can you take from those? Well, you got the the friendly boats. <laughs> friendly boats. <laughs> uh, you got you can walk yet again, and you got buses, and uh, you got Skyliner. Yeah, the Skyliner. Over there. That's right. Uh, Wilderness Lodge is kind of special um, because you can take bus or boat from there. It is technically close to the monorail, but it is not a monorail resort. No, it is not. No. Uh, what about the Skyliner resorts? Which well, are? <laughs> got Art of Animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have got... Pop Century. Pop Century. I'm trying to think. Riviera. Caribbean Beach. Yeah. yeah. And then technically, I guess, Epcot area can and do those as well so yes. but what what can you take there we well, got skyliner and you've got bus basically that's basically your options yep and you can walk on some of them i mean you can't really well you can't really walk to like from riviera you can't walk to like hollywood studios um disney springs area resorts what can you take there you have a boat and a bus Boat and a bus, and that's we'll talk you, about those more. That's all you get. <laughs> uh, Fort Wilderness is like Wilderness Lodge. Boat and bus as well. Um, what about the All-Stars, Coronado, and Animal Kingdom Lodge? You get your butt on a bus, and that's it. Yeah. That's all you get. That's all you get. You get the bus, right? Um, so let's go back to monorail, monorail area resorts real quick. Um, obviously, the most popular, I feel, is the monorail. I mean, that's going to take you from, you know, the resort monorail will take you from TTC to Polynesian, to Magic, uh, to Great Floridian, to Magic Kingdom, to Contemporary, and then back to TTC. And then the Express Monorail will take you from TTC to Magic Kingdom to TTC. So you kind of have some options there. Um, the boats will go from, let's see, there's a boat launch from Polynesian, from Grand Floridian, and um, from Contemporary um, to Magic Kingdom directly. And then you can now walk there's that new walking path that opened kind of recently. Um, you can walk from Polynesian and Grand Floridian now with that new walking path to mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom. And then you obviously can just walk right across. You also have a boat launch country. from Fort Wilderness too. There is a boat launch from, from Fort Wilderness and from Wilderness Lodge yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And then everywhere else you have to bus on the monorail resorts. So mm-hmm. Disney Springs, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, Hollywood Studios, and then now since the Epcot monorail will be opening soon, you can take the monorail to, yes. the Ep- to Epcot now. Yeah, and they are discon- discontinuing bus service um, for for Grand Floridian Contemporary. It's the end of this month, and then for Polynesian, it's I I can't remember the date exactly, but it's mid August. So I think they're going to be done with the station. Well, I would think I so if they're going to shut the bus down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, like, how do I get over where that you're on your own? <laughs> That's the assumption is that they will be done with it by then. Um, so, and then, okay, so back to Epcot Resorts. Friendship boats. Okay. These things take forever. Yes, they do. So from, from let's say if you're coming from Hollywood Studios and then you want to go to Epcot and then you want to go back to Hollywood Studios, that round trip time is an hour. It can't, yeah, pretty easily. Like, it's an hour. So, if you want to go from Epcot to Hollywood Studios, like, just to, like, park hop, it's going to take you 30 minutes, about. Everything's running cool. Yeah. Um, Skyliner, just hop on the Skyliner, and it'll take, I don't know, 15 minutes? 
Yeah, Skyliner is much quicker. As long, I mean, oh, granted, if it line. doesn't, as long, well, line and granted, it doesn't shut down or something. Right. But yeah, under normal circumstances, yeah, it'd be like 15 minutes. Right. And you get cool views. True. Um, if you are walking, let's say you're walking from Boardwalk to Hollywood Studios, it's what, like a 10, 15 minute walk? Uh, yeah, depending yeah. on how quickly you walk. Yeah, from Beach Club and Yacht Club, it's a little bit longer. Yeah. Swan and Dolphin, it's, it's close by with Boardwalk. Um, but so that's like, that's, I feel like that's a, that's a good option if you want to be swift about it. Mm-hmm. Unless it's raining. <laughs> Unless it's raining. And then um, you have to bus everywhere else. And then you can obviously use the Skyliner if you want. Um, but being on the Epcot and the Epcot Resort, man, being able to walk to Epcot like that is amazing. Yeah. Especially for all the festivals. It really That's is. That's what I would say. Yeah. It's, well, it's just the atmosphere of there's really cool, too. Like yeah. Just... And something about the Skyliner, too, and you, we talk about this a lot, is that it will it will shut down if there's lightning in the area. Yes. And it's Florida, and it rains and a lot. And if it's windy enough. To, basically, if a storm's coming in, that it will shut down. Yeah. So that's just something to keep in mind. If you're staying on the Skyliner or in the Epcot area, like you, it may not be able to always rely on the Skyliner. Yeah, but Disney's really good about getting buses, like if they're if it is down, and, the, and like bringing more buses to be able to accommodate people to get back to their hotels or to park hop. So yeah, that is that is something. Um, so um, so we talked about that, but um, so from from hotels to the uh, to Magic Kingdom. What do you recommend people will take? What kind of transportation if they had the option? I I mean, we've talked about we're not the biggest. If we can avoid the buses, we avoid them. Mm-hmm. Um, Magic Kingdom is the one place we, you know, we usually have our cars we drive. But Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom is the one where it is it is definitely a disadvantage of having your car because you got to park a TTC. Yeah. And you got to take the ferry boat or you got to take the monorail. Yep. Over to Magic Kingdom. Right. So it adds at least 30 minutes to your whole thing doing that. At least. So... You know, I think the best mode, and obviously depends on where you stay, is boat. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the best, but usually taking the bus is, you know, it's a viable option. Yeah. If you if you can if you can avoid the TTC, avoid the TTC. Yeah. Now I don't know how viable it still is. I mean, obviously, if you have, for us, it doesn't work because our kids are smaller. We need car seats, but you could take a Uber or something. I'm not saying to do this directly. I mean, you can take it over to Contemporary, or you could just hop out of the car nearby. I mean, I know people do this, so you could take a a ride share thing over there. So they've been more strict about that at contemporary. Yeah. Uh, If you try to, if you have an Uber and they try to, you try to get dropped off. um, Sometimes they make them turn around and you have to drop them off somewhere else. Well, I mean, at that point it's like, unless you have a reservation, you could just get out of the car. It's not like they're going to like force you back in the car. Apparently it does happen. That does oh, happen. I've seen people do it. I've yeah. seen people drive by and they just hop out of the car like at, a, at that stoplight right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, I mean, I'm that's not, not the best idea. I'm not <laughs> advocating for this. I'm just saying I've seen people do this. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Magic Kingdom is the one where it, having, you know, having your own car definitely is a disadvantage there. Right. Right. So, yeah. Anytime you can get to the front of the park, bus. I mean, even if you're at TTC, they have buses to Magic Kingdom. They do. I was going to say something. Yeah. They, they do have them over there if you want to take. Right. Although I'm sure they would take. I mean, it's just easier if you had a stroller for us. We don't have to fold it up, taking it on the ferry or the monorail, which is always a nice perk. That's true. That's true. Do you think they'll ever 
I'm sure they eventually plan. I can't remember if they plan for it or not, but eventually they'll run the Skylander over to Magic Kingdom. I would think maybe. I don't know. I know. I know. That, I know they want to expand it. I just would be curious if it ever would run it over there, like where they would put a station. But I was thinking the 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 most likely. I don't know the most likely like uh, next like step on and then Skyliner would be maybe like All Stars to I, Animal Kingdom. I've heard Animal Kingdom and Disney Springs. They wanted to expand it that way. Animal Kingdom to Disney Springs. No, I said Animal Kingdom and Disney Springs. Oh, oh, got gotcha. you. Okay. I don't know the logistics on exactly the the line it would use, but okay. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. Okay, okay, cool. Um, and I was going to talk about Disney Springs resorts really quickly. You know, you mentioned boat and uh, and bus. The only boats that go from Disney Springs to to the resort is Oki West, Saratoga Springs, and the Port Orleans resorts yeah so that's kind of nice to have those in addition to uh to the buses so that's cool um so i want to talk about this is kind of this has been an issue sometimes people just are very very confused or just start trying to figure out logistically how to get from resort to resort sometimes it's difficult it can be tricky yeah so let's say you have um i'm trying to think of a, of a good scenario here let's say you you were staying at animal kingdom lodge and you have a reservation at, um, let's say you have a reservation at Olivia's mm-hmm. at Okie West. How would you get there? Let's say it's like, let's just say it's like mid-afternoon, so it's not like super early. Well, you can't take a bus from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Okie West. Right, because they do not service between the resorts. Right, so you'd right. have to probably go Disney Springs, get dropped off at Disney Springs, or a park. And then take a bus to Oki West if you're going to use Disney transportation only. Yeah. Or you could do, a, yeah, to Disney Springs or, you could or do to a, the boat. Or you could do a Lyft. Mm-hmm. Lyft is always an option. Yeah. But, you know, we've talked about Uber and Lyft. They're, they're kind of hard to minivans coming back. If they come back. Well, the rumor is they are. Right. I, it would make sense at this point that they do because there are there is some big issues going on with Lyft and Uber. Yeah. And I think, for too, sure. for Disney... I think as time has gone on too, like there's a lot of trust issues when it comes to Lyft and Uber as well, and yeah. I think people, you know, so, you know, if minivans come back, that's an option that you've got all over the place. Yeah, for sure. It's like a almost like a relief valve of anything. Right. But. Um, okay, so um, here's a question. Let's say you're staying off property. Let's say if you're let's say if you're um, uh, let's say if you're staying at like a Disney Springs resort. And you have a seven. Let's say you have an. You have, let's say you have an eight a.m. reservation for um, be our guest breakfast. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the best way to get there? Keep in mind that the toll plaza for Magic Kingdom for the TTC doesn't always open super early. Yeah. And so parking may not be a valid option because by the time they open the toll plaza you park you walk to tdc and you take uh, transportation over to magic kingdom to get your reservation that's at least an hour yeah especially with the the high crowds in the morning you know so what would you say what would you say to do uh i've never had this scenario what do, i mean what, what do you say lift well, okay, I was thinking Disney transportation. Yeah, okay, Lyft would make the most sense. That's yeah. literally the only, the only thing, thing I can think do. of. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, that early in the morning, you can't go over to Disney Springs 
I mean, at that you point, know? if you have, I mean, it would depend on what parks are opening when, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. I mean, usually Magic Kingdom is the one that opens the earliest, so it would almost be. It almost would have to be lift. I mean, Animal Kingdom opens sometimes earlier, like really early, but they don't do park to park. Right, you would have to you take know, a bus buses. to Disney Springs and then take from. But they don't go to Disney Springs that early. No, that's the thing. Yeah, that's a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of people with that dilemma. Like, how mm-hmm. do I get there? You know. Yeah, it, that's yeah. That's that's de- that would definitely be the only one. Yeah, lift would lift or Uber would be the way you'd have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or walk a long ways. That's a, long <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a little too I'm leaving long. at midnight. Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about the Skyliner since that's a really popular mode of transportation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what time should people get to the Skyliner in the morning for Hollywood Studios? Well, I believe it opens at 7.30, right? The, the Skyliner? Skyliner, it starts running. Um, I want to. It used it was like an hour. Yeah. Forty. It hour and fifteen minutes before. So, but there's always a line. So yeah, that, that I mean, you should probably question. get there thirty minutes to an hour. I would say to be safe, thirty minutes before the, the, it actually starts running. Yeah, for like for Epcot, for example, when we stayed at Caribbean Beach. We got there at 9.45 for an 11 o'clock park opening. By the time we got through the line and got over there, it was 11.25. Yeah. So it almost took 45 minutes. Yeah. Whenever the the Skyliner starts running, I mean, for sure, I would say at the very least 30 minutes. But the good thing about those, too, is like the Skyliner lines move relatively quickly for the most part. Mm -hmm. So that part is good. Now, they are packing the Skyliners with multiple parties now. Strangers. With strangers. Stranger danger. In silence. If you yell stranger danger, do they not put you with people you don't know? (laughs) I think you can still request to be alone. Um, but they they may not like like allow that for very much longer. Me, I'm brooding right now. I'd rather be by myself, looking out the window. They're like, <laughs> I understand. Okay. <laughs> They're not family. Well, the Skyliner is very efficient as well. Um, from Pop Century, the Pop Century Station to the Caribbean Beach Station, it's like three or four minutes. Yeah, it's, it's very very quick. Very quick. And then the Caribbean Beach Station. To like, if you're going straight through for Riviera over to Epcot, I want to say is like 12, 10, 12. I think about 10, yeah. Something well, like that. a lot of people have questions about obviously the Caribbean Beach Station is like the central hub where you right, right on people asking how busy it is. It can get busier in I the mean, morning in, and the night, especially, yeah. but it does move really rather quickly. It's, yeah. I, I think the longest we've ever waited in there was maybe 10 minutes. Well, with social distancing, you know, not really being a thing anymore, plus being paired with other parties and in the same car or same the gondola, um, it's moving a lot faster. So, so that's, that's good. Now, as crowds increase, that may not be the case, but at least it kind of offsets it though with, with being closer. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, but yeah, I mean, there's been ones, especially even when distancing was in case where like the line looked very, very long Mm -hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't that bad of a wait okay okay good um and i was going to mention um back to the friendship boats at epcot um it is a reversed line so like if you're going from epcot it'll go boardwalk yacht club swan dolphin hollywood studios 
But then going from Hollywood Studios, it's reversed. Right. Hollywood Studios, Swan Dolphin, Yacht, Boardwalk. Epcot. I mean, friendship boats are definitely not the most efficient mode of transportation. It's nice if you don't want to walk and you just like want to just take a little rest. Especially in the evening. It's a cool little ride in the evenings. Mm-hmm. It is really nice. It, it's just if you have somewhere you need to be, waiting on those is not your best, like, I would say mm-hmm. the, the most time efficient one. But if you have, if you don't care that much about waiting, it's it's a cool ride. I like them. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's say you're waiting for a bus at your resort, wherever this is, and you want to be at Rope Drop. You want to get there, you know, let's say 30, 25, 30 minutes before official park opening. What time do you get to the bus stop? I'm not going to take the bus, but okay, if I had to. <laughs> um, if you're taking the bus. I had to. I suppose, I mean, Magic Kingdom's the one that, you know, let's say the park opens at 9. I mean, you probably want to be waiting for a bus before 8. Yeah. I would say get to the bus stop by 7.45. Yeah. If it opens at nine, I would say that's a safe bet. Um, since the rope drop, you know, routine has changed where they are officially using the rope drop now yeah. where people can't just wander inside the park and whatever. Um, they're more strict about it. So, you know, it's gone back to more like it was before right. where they start running the buses like an hour ish before park opening. So I would say seven forty five if you want to get on that yeah. first bus. If you're doing like animal kingdom, or Epcot, those two probably you don't have to get in line as early. I mean, maybe still like an hour ahead if you really wanted to, but they don't have as much demand. I would say right now it's Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Yeah, I would say those are the, yeah, probably. I know Epcot, they start letting people through the turnstiles. I think today I saw like 1020. Yeah. I mean, Epcot is like the, it's like the teenager that sleeps in. They're just a little later than the other parks. Listen, they party Epcot hard. Epcot is the college kid. Yeah, it stays of up Disney. a little later. <laughs> Magic Kingdom's like, you ready to get up? And it's like, oh, I'll just be there. I'll be there in a minute. And they just roll That's back true. over. And, That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, they're getting wasted in World Showcase. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I just said they stay up late. A family show over here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, if we're kind of. Never mind. Well, we won't compare it to a college kid. I, I was going to go further with I that. I was just but saying a teenager because teenagers sleep in. They do. They do. That was a better, that was a better analogy. I was trying to keep it, I was trying to keep it family friendly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jamie's like, let's talk about, let's talk about college life. That's true. But I mean, there are, there are some drunk people in World Showcase. Well, let's be honest. There let's are. Let's be honest. Yeah. That'd be, <laughs> that's very true. If you've ever been at Epcot at night, you'll, you'll see a few. Exactly. Um, and then also with the buses, with all the changes with, um, you know, the restrictions loosening up, they are packing those buses, guys. I was getting ready to say, be prepared to be a sardine yet again. Yep. So if, if distancing, that is the thing. If, if you're still a little apprehensive about distancing, um, I would first off say the the theme parks are kind of packed right now, but especially the buses, um, yeah, there's not much space in those things now. So yeah, now um, I do want to discuss when you're leaving the park at night. So let's let again we're going to Magic Kingdom, with the fireworks back, uh, people are staying till closing, um, or later. <laughs> um, so Disney's try, you know, they try their best to you know make everything run smoothly, get people out of the park as fast as possible, and from what I've seen, they're doing a very good job. They're getting enough buses. 
to getting out to people. I mean, there's a lot of third party buses out there, which I guess we could talk about too. Yeah. Um, that they're they're going to the bus stops, getting as much people as many people out of the park as possible, and um, they're running the ferries as much as they can at night, all the monorails as much as possible. Yeah. So I mean, we were there the first night of the fireworks coming back, and I mean, it was packed yeah. getting out of there, but it. What it take us forty minutes from Magic Kingdom to get to the car? Yeah, which is not bad. Which isn't bad. No. I mean, the lines were longer, but they all moved quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. it's it's very, I, which is kind of surprising. As I mean, it hasn't it had been over a year or more since they had actually run that protocol. The cast members, probably a lot of new cast members too, but yeah, it was it worked very well. It was a very oiled machine. So yeah, um, it will be. I mean, if you haven't been and you and you haven't dealt with post fireworks crowds uh it's a little bit of survival of the fittest you gotta you gotta push your way a little bit if you got a stroller don't let people elbow you out of your spot though they say basketball own your space people will try and take it from you um <laughs> but it's it's a little it's a little chaotic mm-hmm. uh i will say that I, if you got little ones make sure that you're holding hands on the mean it, it is i would advise if you have the time just to wait it out a little bit that's my favorite yeah. tactic for us yeah. it didn't work because baby thor was done he was tired. He was way over past his bedtime. So were our kids. But if you had kids a little bit older, just wait or if yeah. it's just you, my favorite tactic is just I would just hang out in the hub. Mm-hmm. At that point, the park was still open. We were there too, so you could go mm-hmm. ride some stuff or like take some pictures. But yeah, I don't. It's not my favorite thing to fight the crowd getting out of there. Right. But if you do, it doesn't. It's the lines can look way worse than maybe what they actually will be. But the ferry boat was pretty quick. I don't know how the monorail ran. Because we took the ferry boat. We did take the ferry. And I I believe the ferry boat was running quicker. It usually does. And they had all the ferry boats, I think, running. So It really depends on how... Yeah, it just... I mean, you can you put know. more people on the ferry boats. You don't have to fold anything up. I, I would uh, I would venture to guess they run a little bit quicker than the monorails do. Well, part of the thing that I do like about the ferries at night when everybody... There's so many people on there. And with the monorails, in the it's open air in the yeah. ferry so even if you're really crowded in it's not like super uncomfortable you know what i mean and you don't have to have a mask on the ferry that's true and the monorail you still have to wear a mask i forgot to mention that yeah. so i got to wear a mask on monorail still have to wear a mask on the skyliner and buses um so when you're doing the the monorail you have to wear the mask and you're in a really tight and close space with a lot of people so i feel like it's just more comfortable to do the ferry yeah but that's just me yeah um I'm trying to think, is there anything else, another scenario? I guess we could talk about what time to get to the boat launches if you take a boat. But Yeah, I mean, if you're at Wilner's Lodge, if you want to go to Magic Kingdom, again, mm-hmm. early. Magic Kingdom, man, that's a hard, that one's hard. <laughs> Everything else is much easier. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, granted, Wilner's Lodge, it is a deluxe resort. There's not as many people. as, And I guess, where, you know, where you get to, like, for instance, what you're talking about, how early you get there for, like, the buses to Magic Kingdom or something. Mm-hmm. If you're staying at a value, for sure you want to get there, like, 745, if it opens yeah. at 9. If you're staying, like, at a deluxe, um, there's still going to be people, but it's not going to be the sheer amount of people that you're going to have it as, right. as a value. So, it definitely right. depends on where you're staying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that is something to factor in. And just be aware that some resorts share buses. So, like, All-Stars, they sometimes will share buses between the three yeah um, which means sometimes, sometimes a bus p- pulls up and you're like oh a bus is ready for yeah. us and it's full <laughs> yeah and they may not do that as much anymore depending on 
how many people i feel like for rope drop but they don't do it as I don't, much right because right. i mean basically every bus is coming out they're like full right it's more usually in the afternoons yeah. when people are coming back or like maybe stragglers are going in and out i yeah. feel like they kind of do it more then i know they i know they used to share contemporary in the wilderness lodge sometimes i don't know if they do that as much anymore i don't know but they do sometimes yeah um yeah, I'm trying. I, I mean, I'm sure there's there's so there's so many more scenarios we could go through about like what you should do in this situation. And, I mean, the one that could be the, the hardest one is like if you're like for instance, we were at Magic Kingdom and we had reservations at uh, Captain not Captain Cook, excuse me, Kona Cafe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a time commitment to get over there and then to get back to where you go. So it's one of those things where it's and sometimes like if, if a mode of transportation goes down, mm-hmm. um, that can be something where if, so, you know, if you are at magic kingdom and let's say you've got dinner or lunch somewhere else, give yourself like plenty of time. Don't yeah. try and push it too much just yeah. because you never know, you know, if buses, are, you know, sometimes buses take longer than others. Sometimes right. boats take longer. So it's just something to where, um, and especially if it's a resort you're not staying at, so then you got to mm-hmm. leave and you got to factor in all that time. So, I mean, yeah. you know, leaving Magic Kingdom to go over to Polly to have lunch, go back to Magic Kingdom only to then, you know, go back because you can't take a bus from uh, Polly to your other resort. You have to go back to Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and then right. catch a bus there. So, you right. just got to factor in all this stuff like that. So, it's just stuff to think about where you're planning food, lunches, and things like that. So, mm-hmm. you can get around Disney property. It's just not always the, you know, using the transportation. It's just not always the most time efficient. Right. Here's a weird question that you may not know, but maybe you do. I don't know. Uh, Let's say you're at Epcot and you um, were enjoying yourself, food and wine, and you kind of wandered outside of Epcot and you were hanging out with people in boardwalk area and Epcot closes. (laughs) Yeah. And where are you staying? Let's say, uh, let's say you're, okay. Let's say you're staying at, um, at a Caribbean beach. No, no, no. Let's say you're staying at, uh, at an all-star resort. Rut row. Okay. What do you do? Well, um, how do you get back to your hotel? If you're friends with people, it'd be like, can I just crash in your room? It's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah. So that one, I mean, well, Lyft, if you're by yourself, Lyft would be the simplistic way. Lyft is like the most obvious for sure. Right. And probably the easiest. Um, you can still take the Skyliner. No, depending look, on. if it's closed and like, and, and. Well, it depends on. So the Skyliner runs a little bit after Epcot closes. Yeah, it runs an hour and a half after Epcot closes. So it depends on how long you were hanging out. Two hours after park <laughs> close. Let's okay, just say so that. no Skyliner. Yeah. Okay, what are you doing? I'm, I'm thinking here. Sometimes I've heard of this. Sometimes you can find a very nice cast member that's outside the exit. And sometimes if you say like, I let's say you want to get back to your car or something in the parking lot, like right. you have to go back to it. Sometimes they will escort you to the front of the park. Oh, I didn't realize haggling with cast members was an option. No, I'm just saying sometimes <laughs> you can find a nice enough one well, to do it. Well, I'm sure if you pledge your case, they might. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Lyft or taxi is your basically your only option. So. Pay attention to how long you're hanging out. Places. Pay attention. Pay attention to park closings. Where your what's funny? Where your bus, is, where your transportation is, and yeah. it wasn't that long ago. They will. It's funny when they they will let you in the park. So we were you guys. You were at Epcot. I, I forget what I was doing, but I was coming back, and then um, so I had go into the park to get the car that was in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And I literally, I think Epcot closed at like ten. 
that night. And I walked through the gate at like 9.58. (laughs) And the guy was like, I mean, it was funny because I always let you in. But they're just giving me weird looks like, what are you doing? Did you say anything about what you're doing? Yeah, I was like, I can't wait to write Frozen Ever After. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I was like, I forgot. I was like, I got to get my car. And he's like, oh, okay. Like, they, yeah. you can just see him looking at you like, what are you doing? Like, come this way. Because they yeah. were all just hanging out. And I was like, I'm the only person trying to get in. Right. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the, you can still get in up until, you know, I don't know how much you want to push that. thing. I, I wonder if you were going to get in if it was like right at 10. If they'd be like, nope. Um. I feel like at that point, maybe they'd have somebody escort you. They'd be like, go get your car. They, I, mean, I mean, it's not like you can go in there and, like ride stuff. I mean, no, I'll, and there's still people close. in the parks. Right. It's not like that. People are like buying stuff still. Yeah, like, I mean, it's not like ten o'clock hits and just the whole park clears out. Yeah. Right. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. If you're curious, you can still get into the parks right before it closes. It's true. They may just immediately ask you to leave, but that'd be kind of funny. You go in, they're like, "Hey, welcome." And then like five minutes, they're like, "We need you to leave, please." <laughs> what? <laughs> um, okay. So, what is your favorite mode of transportation to use at Disney World? Um, I, I enjoy the boat. The one that's the most, like, maybe because it's newer and it has grown on me a bit, it's, I'm still weary of it, is the Skyliner. Because if that thing, it's great until it's not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I'll always be sort of um, partial to the monorail. Yeah. It's just cool. It is cool. Yeah. I like the Skyliner now. Like, it's the newness hasn't worn off yet. It's still it, nice. And it is efficient. I mean, it is a mm-hmm. quicker way to get around, mm-hmm. you know. So, it's, yeah. Again, when it's, when it's as long as it's working, it's fine. It's just one of those yeah. that if it ever stops working, you'll curse it if you're stuck <laughs> up there. Or I will, at least. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, is that right. your favorite monorail? Yeah. I mean... I like the Skyliner right like I said right now I like the Skyliner yeah. but monorail has always been like the one if and when they update the monorail trains <laughs> yeah even better I mean they're they're still patching those things up making them look new inside sometimes <laughs> yeah that's very true <laughs> monorails are expensive man it's like an old Monte Carlo they just keep reupholstering the carpet like, is this a Monte Carlo like, yeah yeah it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> well um this doesn't have to do really with the topic, but I do want to mention that you're talking about the monorail. I hope they bring back the highway in the sky. Like oh, the, the drink, drink around monorail resort. I'm sure like, they probably will. Because I've never done that before, but I think that would be fun. I mean, if, if it brings Disney money, I'm sure they probably will at some right, point. Right, right. And I hope they bring back the minivans because, you know, we were talking about just take a lift, just take a lift. Well, sometimes if you have young children, you yeah. need car seats, and that is that is a, a logistical, blah. So, for yeah. now, if you need car seats and you can't and you don't want to deal with a lift, get a rental car. Yeah. Like honestly, like for but peace the bad of thing mind, is now it's well they're so expensive. There's a shortage too, I know. so it's not even like I that's know. a feasible option necessarily. I know. So. I know. Yeah. But yeah, so okay. I think that's all I have. Okay. Just want to do a well, real basic, yeah. real basic. Well, hopefully that helps some people. That are, I know people have a lot of questions, and, and there's numerous scenarios that can play out. So yeah. if you have a specific scenario, and you're like, you know, you can obviously, if you're in Club 32, come in the group in there. If you're in the Capture the Magic community, uh, you can come in there, and I'm sure you'll get you'll get plenty of of uh, methods and theories that you could use, because um, which are always good. So because there, there's, I mean, there's tons of scenarios you can play out on Disney property how to get to X for coming from Y. It, it's basically like a math equation. 
Yeah. And then my eyes yeah. gloss over and I'm like, I, I see that's when we're on the trip. I just let Jamie figure that out. I'm like, well, how do we get over here? And then she'll let me and then if I'm on my own, I'm just like, I'll get there eventually. True. I do want to mention before we close, I do like the walking path between Saratoga and Disney Springs. Well, yeah. It's very close. It's a very short walk. Yeah. It's a short walk. And I do, yeah, I do like the fact that you can walk from those two. And I forgot to mention that. So Yes. Thank you. A short jaunt, as they say. Well, uh, before we go, we just want to mention if you need, you know, not only can you get around Disney property, but you maybe get around Disney property in style and get some Disney shirts for your trip. You can go to ctmshirts.com as we have a whole bunch of Disney-inspired apparel and some Universal stuff as well. And, uh, yeah, so got tons of stuff. Got, uh, got a new shirt coming out uh, this month. We have monthly releases. And if you're a Club 32 member, you get 20% off year-round. Actually, you get the best price year-round no matter what. So even if we run a Black Friday sale, you're still going to get more off than everybody else because that's how we that's how you, that's how how you it goes down in Club 32. You get the best price all the time. So right. it's like a sale that never ends. Okay. Kind of like the ride that never went. There's another thing. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so again, go to ctmshirts.com and uh, you can check all those out. We got the new, um, if you're watching the video, I've got the, the Dwight uh, Tower of Terror. He's the assistant to the regional bellhop. And then we've got the other Tower of Terror shirt, which is them trying to uh, get rid of that pesky rumor about the, uh, you know, the elevator's not quite working as that seems it's been going yeah, around. And yeah. the People Mover shirts have been the ones that are super popular lately with uh, the People Mover reopening. So mm-hmm. check all those out. And uh, yeah, so. All right, uh, before we go, be sure to check out ctm.show's website, social media. We're at Cap the Magic everywhere except for TikTok, and which is at Capture the Magic. Um, am I missing anything here? I'm trying to think if I'm forgetting anything. I don't think I'm forgetting anything. No, I think you're Capture the Magic community already mentioned that, so check it out. Uh, and that'll do it for the show. So thank you mm-hmm. for listening. Uh, Jamie, thank you for joining us. Thank you. And as Jamie always likes to say... We will see you in the parks. Bye.